Welcome to Burrow's Applesauce. That's a little bit different intro than you're used to. I'm excited about this episode. That was the best intro we've ever had we in the history of ever having show, intros. Gerald Studios. I am Derek, and with me as always is Mike McCall. What's up? And I'm happy to say that we have some special guests on today. If you didn't already notice, <laughs> we've got a special guest with us. It wasn't us singing. And by that, the way, that was, that was not me singing and or playing the thank guitar. You, by the way, not trying to throw in <laughs> yeah. on that three-part harmony. Do you know how hard it was not to sing that? <laughs> oh, I was dancing. <laughs> I just wanted to sing the whole time. Now, we, we, have, we have some special people in the studio today. We have Brian, our sound man. He's Hello. got a degree in Butler. He told me the degree, but that song kind of blew me away. <laughs> I forgot everything about sound, that. Sound engineering, man. Sand, yeah. Yeah. Put, Re- put recording, recording industry studies is, there you tech, go. is the technical. There you go. That's what my piece of paper says. Did you ever use any part of that? Did you ever use, you use any part of that? I, I did for a while. Yeah. Um, and, and Mike was asking me earlier, you know, hey, is there? did, did you have ambitions to tour? And, and absolutely. That was, I mean, I grew up on music, and, and my mom said, when, when she sent me off to college, hey, do something you, or find something you want to do the rest of your life. And I was like, all right, well, I watch a lot of movies, and I listen to a lot of music, so. They, pay, one, people, they <laughs> pay people to masturbate? What? <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to figure this out. I'm going to figure this out. Sure. So do what you love, right? Do what you love. And, and eventually, I, I started in video production and went to, to audio. Um, and yes, for a while, I did some seminar work. I mean, it's not necessarily with a rock band, but it was a touring type lifestyle. You were on, we were on the first flight out on a Friday, set up once you get to the, to the site and all day Saturday, running a board, running projector screens, that whole thing. Sure. And then tear it all down Saturday night, first flight home Sunday morning, and then, you know, wash, rinse, repeat the whole nine. And it was fun. For a little bit, I'm sure the company would have probably made it better, but was that like single Brian like lifestyle? Yeah, like that, yeah, that, yeah, that was more manageable. Yeah, it, it, so it was. Yeah, but uh, again, it wasn't like with a band and you were out with you know people your age. I mean, I was definitely the youngest of the crew that was that was doing that kind of thing. So it was what it was. But uh, it turned out I, I was you know losing friends back home because they're always like, hey, when's Brian gonna hang out? Hey, when, yeah. when are we gonna do this? So it was cool, but it burnt me out really fast and and kind of. Put it in, put it all into perspectives. Maybe that's not f- the best thing for me, mm. but yeah. Le- right, so. Leading into friends back home, our next guest. Yeah, our other guest. Yes. I, I consider him a friend from back home. He's from Mike home. Wilson. Yeah. Hey. If Columbus had a Dave Grohl, it would be this individual here. I know what? Dave Grohl. Oh yeah, he's, oh yeah, he's our Dave Grohl. Every band, you swing a dead cat in a room, you're gonna, <laughs> you're gonna hit a band that Mike Wilson is in. Or an instrument he can play in that band, right? He's also, he handles the PR for our fine, fine Columbus Fire Department. Yeah, that's right, that's right. Hopefully, we'll get you to plug some of that uh, cheer fund. Yeah, absolutely. It's, I know we didn't gloss over that, though. Let's not gloss over how amazing that intro was. I mean, uh, it was, that was one... That was, was fun for me. That was, I loved it. It was great. Thanks for... Uh, first, thanks for the invite, and, and congrats on the uh, on the podcast. I love listening to it when I have the time to do so. Is there anything that's not great to you? No, I'm pretty much happy all the time. You but always as, look like the back half of a... As long as I've known Mike, he's a pretty... <laughs> Everything's great. Guy. He's yeah. the back half of a Prozac commercial. It's like, after you take the medication, you look like yeah. him. Before you take the medication, you, you mope around like me. Yeah. <laughs> But I'm glad to have you guys on. This is oh, this is cool. 
But that was one take. That wasn't like we practiced that. That wasn't like he did it four or five times. No. He came in once. From the audio guide, no, legitimately that was one take. One yeah. one take. Came in and nailed it. It's amazing. Whip or like dance monkey. Yeah, right. Come in. Hey, you got to do our podcast. You got to be sweet. You need to, you, we, we need you to elevate us a little bit. And he he did. We made you a drink, right? I did. Made you a drink, right? You got a co- got a cocktail out of the deal. Nothing wrong with that. So, but more about more about Mike though. You you come from like a musical family. Everybody else in the family play music, or yeah. So growing up, yeah, dad and mom always had music playing. Dad particularly, dad loved like all genres. So blues, classic rock, uh, you know everything. I mean, so we always had music playing. Mom liked to sing and. Uh, my sister is uh, well, yeah, for very, sure. Very she's talented. great. You know, she's a great singer, and um, so yeah, growing up, music was important. So in school, I got involved with choir, like uh, fifth and sixth grade in elementary school, and maintained that all the way through high school. And yeah, so that was that was really fun. Speaking of school, uh-huh. people have told me this on several occasions, and every time they bring it up, I remember it, and it makes perfect sense. Male cheerleading. I How did you get involved in that? And that. When I think of male cheerleader, you fit the bill. Yeah, yeah, the Spartan, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but no, so I, you know, I really don't remember. I remember uh, they started at North High School, like the cheerleading bases, and I, if, if historically, if this is correct, like I think it was like our junior year. It would have been our junior year, so like 1994. Well, the nurse brought it up because she was cheerleading when <laughs> you were cheerleading. <laughs> Yeah. Time out. Don't point at Derek and be like, when we were juniors, ever again. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Our class would have been juniors, Derek, yeah, if you were there. I'd make that <laughs> so you're saying the so, second grade, so, second time right in eighth so grade. Let's just say 1994. Yeah, right. In 93. So, reference yeah. the year more so. Area, but uh, but yeah. So uh, so some of the guys from the football team. And I played football too, and uh, some of the guys from the football team were like, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna try out for this uh, cheerleading bases is what they call them. So. So, um, so yeah, so we did like um, basket tosses where you throw the girls up in the air, catch them, and then you do the big handstands where you hold them up in the air. The, they called them actually a butt chair. So you put your hand under their butt. Right under their ass. Yeah. It was really fun. Sweet. I mean, not a bad gig. It's not a bad gig. It was yeah. fun. Mm-hmm. You probably well, knew everybody, right? Tell, I talked to the nurse about this. So, uh, <laughs> you didn't tell me Mike had his hands all over your ass. <laughs> <laughs> so, so like I, I legally touched some butts. Yeah, and, uh, so, but like between football and then choir, then cheer, did you, were you in the band in high school? Or I was not in the band. Didn't play so instrument in the band? I, no, uh, picked up guitar probably around 16. Dad, my dad uh, gave me his uh, acoustic guitar that he played ever since I could remember him playing. And then... Um, and I picked it up, and, you know, I could play, like, one or two songs, like Mary Had a Little Lamb. Sure, sure. You know, and then progressively learned some chords and started hanging out with some, some guys that played and started playing a few songs here and there. And then um, it just kind of became, you know, part of, part of what I like to do. Now, yeah. Brian, how, how's things changed since you started your path? I mean... Did you start, was it still analog? I mean, has technology played a part in developing where you're at now? I mean, hey. great, great question. Um, so I did everything on Macs and, you know, the, at Butler they had, you know, computers. Everything was digital. We had analog boards. Oh, Butler's one of them fancy schools with computers, <laughs> huh? <laughs> Yeah, so, like, 
was it was analog to match. Yeah, It was bleeding edge. It was definitely bleeding edge when I when I was in school doing this. Um, and and I do still use my degree to an extent my, to, with my company today. So uh, I'm just in a different kind of role. But you know, I still have I I know how to tune a room to the to a, to the liking. Mm-hmm. Much close, like cl- Studio de cl- cl- Close enough to Rancho de Gerald dial it in. Exactly. That's awesome. Though. With, with yeah. music yeah, producing the way it is now, you see a lot. I, I feel like there's room for independent artists. You don't need a record mm-hmm. label. You don't. Those things aren't so needed anymore. Have you thought about getting your own space and bringing in local artists? And is that something? I mean. If I only had time. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he's doing it right now. What are you talking about? Local exactly. artists getting down in. Exactly. Uh, are you calling us artists? Because that's, that's like me being a fucking junior. <laughs> that's a stress, my I, I, friend. I don't, I don't know what else you call us besides artists, but I mean, Touché. close enough to being juniors, I guess. But still, yeah. I mean, but it's all in need. It's all computer stuff now. I mean, yes, you, you referenced it earlier and talked about a phone. I mean, I know people, I've heard of people that record legitimately. They make the drum beat on their iPhone. They, then they add, you know, the keyboard track and that, that sort of thing. So they can do it all. There are way more talented people than I am because that I do not want to tout myself as, as that good. <laughs> but that's how artists are doing it nowadays. And yes, the, you know, social media allows them that that outlet to do it without a, a recording studio. Do you, do you, do you think there's a downside for people being able to produce themselves this much? Do you think there's no, I mean, it's just going to be a matter of, like, what gets picked up and, like, what doesn't get picked up. I mean, it's like, like, um, who's Justin Bieber? Like, he was found, like, on YouTube, wasn't he? Yeah. Uh, like, and then, like, um, who's the other one right now? Shawn Menendez. Like, he was found on YouTube, just put a bunch of videos of himself singing on YouTube and, like, like damn, that kid's really good. I'm not trying to die on this hill. I'm just, I'm playing devil's advocate. But the thing is, with our short attention spans, <laughs> do you think that people come and go too quick? Would you have a resurgence of Queen like you did? Nah, if you suck, you suck. In the late seventies and eighties, I, I agree with Mike. No, if you suck, you suck. I agree if, with if Mike. You, if you don't suck, yeah, you can If you can put on live, I, and I, that that was my testament. That why I got into music was I wanted to produce live shows. Mm-hmm. If you can't do it live, what are you doing it yeah. for? What yeah. What's the point? And that's a, yes, Queen, great example. And I, Queen is so generational. My two-year-old requests, "We will rock you." Miles loves Queen. Car. Yeah, what, it's one of Miles's favorite bands. Is Queen? And for I, sure. deep down inside, I'm like, yes, yeah, yes, right? a little Let's bit. Keep that rolling. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I find that in music too. Like everybody always talks about how great the Beatles are, and then people that didn't live through that, even even my generation, were like, eh, heard it because we've heard so many Beatles mm-hmm. covers. We wasn't in the moment. Mm-hmm. It wasn't it wasn't groundbreaking to us. Um, I, I, I'd argue, to this day, I remember the, I vividly remember the first time I heard the Beatles' White Album. Did you cry? <laughs> no, I didn't cry, but I mean, it's it's it, it's. Do you uh, want to cry now? Yeah. Now? <laughs> <laughs> but 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 speaking of like tech tech, but when you talk about like technology and bands, the Beatles are the band that brought that technology over. Like they invested so much in their sound and so much in their technology, like no one else was doing anything like they were doing, mm. and that propelled them. To new heights. Now, were they not a, an amazing band that wrote amazing songs? I mean, John and Paul could write a song better than anybody together. But at the same time, like, um, their sound. And You're kind of looking at that across the that. board when it comes to art. Like now, there's a filter. It's oh like, yeah. If you want to, if you want your photo to look this way, when they used to expose it in the black, the, the dark room, yep. and bring that effect. Yep. Perfect so case. Are, are we are we taking the heart out? 
of this no, by... No, no, no. Or do you think we're, you can we're, still we're get, taking the next step? Yeah, you we're can still get true sound out of a computer. Uh, it, uh, obviously, analog is way, way, way different yeah. in terms of the type of sound you're getting. Um, but you can still get a true taste, a true measure of the talent level you're getting. Now, auto-tune is the complete opposite of that. Right. That right. completely screws the pooch with yeah. everything. And I, and that's where you get into overdoing it with the filters and all that sort of stuff that you see in society nowadays. Now, Mike, as an artist, do you program. feel a difference? Can Like when you put an LP on the turntable and drop that needle, do you, feel, do you still feel the warmth uh, uh, of the vinyl? The, the, oh, the crackle, yeah. the... <laughs> Trying to look and make sure the needle lands in the right spot. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, we didn't skip songs when you had to move the needle or fast forward the tape. Yeah, I mean, so I think it adds like a little ambiance to the uh, the whole experience. You know, like that's actually I got for um, for Christmas this year. I got a a turntable and some vinyl. My my uh, my wife and the kids got me like uh, um, Rolling Stones, Greatest Hits. They got me Abbey Road. Uh, Beatles, Classics. Uh, Queen, great oh, uh, yeah, hits, and uh, so we jammed like on Christmas to that stuff, and the kids were like, "Wow, that's so cool," you know. And they were they were confused about how the sound came <laughs> out. You know, there were no buttons. Why are they coming out of this huge megaphone yeah. on the side of the? <laughs> right, and it was so cool, and it was uh, it was a great sound, but it was a different, you know, it was a different sound. I loved it. Were they new records? Like you got brand new records? Brand new. Like, like they, they, didn't go, they didn't go find them in the no, no, store or nothing? No, these were straight up, uh, yeah. you know, the reprinted. Sure. Yeah. Still though. Which is awesome. They will do that custom too. I, I remember a Christmas present. Mm-hmm. A girl got me a copy of like Eminem's recovery album. Yeah. And they just, they they pressed it themselves. Like I don't even think it even was released on vinyl. Mm-hmm. Uh, that Jack White down in uh, Tennessee, he's put a huge uh, vinyl move on all the stuff he's doing and on anybody else who wants to come down and press records and stuff. But they're like pink and like purple and yeah, stuff. Yeah. Oh, you get the custom, they're, they're, yeah. they're not black records anymore. It's no. weird. Did this show up on your guys' new feed, news feed? But I think uh, this year, vinyl is actually going to outsell compact discs. Brian, is, Brian doesn't have a news feed, but whatever. Yeah. I'm the Facebook. Mr. Talking about how cool technology is, yeah. doesn't have social media. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So, so Ryan, you don't have social media. I have Facebook. I have Twitter and Instagram. Okay. I don't have Facebook for kind of one. I didn't get on when it was taking off, and yeah. I was like, I was going to be that guy that, that stayed away from Facebook as long as he could. Yeah. And then later on down the life, our lives, there were security reasons that we you know stayed off it for for. How old are you, Brian? Yeah, I'm young. Younger than me, right? Younger, younger yeah, than yeah, everyone yeah. in the room. He's in his junior uh, year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Me and him's both in our yeah. junior year. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just I'll leave it that I'm the youngest in the room, but yeah. I, I mean, I thought you were younger than me for sure, though. Yeah. Yeah, I married up. I yeah. married up no, for sure. Classy broad, though. Yeah. Classy Thank broad. You. Thank you. Uh, also, our producer's not only mixing great sound quality for all of us in the room. He he brought the old fashions. Mm, would you? Would you? Would, very I, I think everybody can attest how tasty this cocktail is. And Mike looks dry over there. Damn. Would you? Would you I don't. I don't fuck it's around. He's got one headlight. He's got to drink I've the got most. one headlight. I got to drink fast. Yeah, they're delish. They're I delish, do. right? Yeah. Do you want to elaborate on what we're drinking or go into like what, how you make your old fashioned? So it was uh, it was kind of a running joke all along I, when Mike told me about the podcast. I started listening and then. Jokingly was giving him feedback, but then it became kind of serious. Like, hey man, I I, I know I how to think. do this kind of thing. I, I can I can offer advice. So, 
Uh, it was unsolicited, but uh-huh. he took it. <laughs> if you're going to tell me you can help our sound and make a drink, eh, why don't we give it a shot? And then, yeah, and then the, it, as listeners can attest, they, they joked about interns. And sure. Interns got to be multifaceted. And I was like, well, I can make a mean old-fashioned. Um, and I, I won't, I'm not going to tell my secret, but it's in this little brown bottle here. Not the bitters. Yeah. But... But, you know, that's my secret. Well, that's, my, that's the difference, fashion. right? Like, most old fashions get made with, like, crushing a cube. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, and, in and, some form or fashion. And, yeah. and some, some sort of sugar. Yep. Are you going to use a brick of sugar? Are you going to use some sort of fancy... The, the, fancy the cat is not fancy jumping out of the bag in this room tonight. Yeah. yeah. At least yeah. while we're recording. Yeah. Maybe as, when we hit stop, I'll tell everybody. Yeah. As, as far as... I don't, I, don't, I don't need the family recipe. I'm just saying. It's delicious. As all the producer requests that we listed... You have checks in every box except for you might need to get a tit job. Yes, you did some. As far as checking all the boxes, you did. Damn. 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 Yeah. I mean, like, you pray you straight across on the up and up. a flat chest and not be offended because I mean, your ass makes up for it. <laughs> just, just get some tits, man. You're solid. You got, so, you got a job. So, Wilson, why we got you here? You do some real good things for this town. Uh, can you fill us in on this cheer fund? Elaborate. Yeah. What? Oh, yeah. The uh, cheer for Columbus Farmers Cheer Fund. That's a man. That's such a cool organization. And um, you know, the Columbus Fire Department uh, back in like 1930. It was 1930 when. It wow, was that long ago. That's awesome. Yeah. And um, there, it's been told it's the oldest charitable organization in Bartholomew County. I don't know if that's historically accurate, but uh, in 1930, the firefighters. Uh, you know, identified there were some families less fortunate, and so they took up a collection and they raised some money and they threw like a party for the local kids in the in the Columbus uh, area there, and uh, provided gifts for them and had like a, a party. It was sure. a, it was a big deal. And uh, since 1930, we've been we've been at it. You know, we've been um, collecting toys and monetary donations uh, every year, and I think for the last probably the last uh, well about. Uh, decade now we're averaging anywhere from 1200 to 1500 kids each christmas that get um a gift box filled with uh four brand new toys three gently used toys uh some stocking stuffers some books if you know age appropriate stuffed animals if they're a younger kid um and then uh you know a couple trinkets here and there and then uh, a little fruit basket with like some candy canes in there that's Uh, awesome yeah so the, the coolest thing about this is, you know, years ago, it was just the firefighters that did it. And then when it got big, when it got to several hundred kids, we said, well, we need support from the community. And so we basically opened it up to the community to help. You know, obviously they help with monetary donations and donating uh, used and, and, and new toys. Uh, but they also started volunteering. And they would come in and, and clean up the used toys, repair the bicycles that were donated, you know, put new chains, new seats. Um, they, would, uh, they would package up the boxes and then uh, they would deliver the boxes on delivery day. And so it's it's really it's really a community event that uh, we just happened to be you know on the ground floor of it you know 89 years ago. So did I see did I see a location at uh, Fair Oaks Mall? Yeah, yeah. This year um, is going to be the uh, you know, and that's another great kind of point that you kind of bring up as far as location. For many, many, many years, we've never had a a brick-and-mortar home of our own. Uh, Before it got huge, we were able to do it in the firehouse. 
and Station 2 was one of the, the, the locations. But, you know, when you get 700 kids, you just can't house all the toys there. So there was a time in our history where we had to go out in the community and solicit uh, a building from a local business owner that had a vacant building, and we would set up shop in there. And it takes about, you know, six to seven to eight, eight thousand square feet of space to put all these things in there and, and package up those so so we were in the united way for the last seven years and um and this year we broke ground on our official home of the cheer fund the brand new cheer fund building that's currently being built uh which is going to be located adjacent to our uh, our training center up by the airport so that's very exciting but this year uh while that's being built we're going to be at the uh, fair oaks mall in the old jc penny store yeah and volunteers can come out is there certain hours people can show up and yeah. Do donations? Absolutely. Do you have them hours on hand? Absolutely. Um, so the cheer fund can, uh, if you want to like come in and volunteer and package up the toys or sort through toys, uh, Monday, Wednesdays, and Fridays from six o'clock to nine o'clock. Can I keep a toy? You can <laughs> probably. You can keep a toy. There's no doubt right. about that. Um, but uh, but you can come in and volunteer and actually package up um, the toys for. The local kids, and uh, we're going to do that from. It's going on now, Monday, Wednesdays, and Fridays at the JC uh, Penny Store uh, from six to nine. You can come in. You don't have to register. You just walk in the door there, and uh, we'll put you to work. And uh, we're going to deliver toys on December the fourteenth. And the fourteenth. All the work that we do, all those toys will go out into the community on that Saturday morning. It's going to be really, really cool. What do you do about families? Do they already have to be pre-registered for you guys to come to them, or is there still a way for them to get in touch with you, or is like the list full? Like, how does that work? So they they do register through um, the United Way, United Way two one one, and um, they can get information by emailing the Cheer Fund email, which is a uh, Fireman's Cheer Fund at yahoo.com. Uh, so uh, you can contact the United Way. The United Way has been really, really helpful, and they assist us with the registration process. We could uh, probably attach that on our website. Yeah. If anybody our, looks at it, do you sure? We yeah, know how to do show notes. Do you know how to do show notes? Yeah. Did you say chin ups? We definitely do chin ups. Kids up, up I am. We definitely do chin ups. That's awesome, though. No, I work with a, I work with a, I don't work with them, but the, the Thompson's own furniture, we uh, do the Green Egg Fest. Yep. Man. We, we, As I say, oh, there, are, there are people in the room that have, yeah, you know, yeah. helped in, in multi, yeah, in other we, ways, we, not they, directly, they, they, but well, they, they, right. they raise money for Turning Point in the spring, and they mm -hmm. raise money for the Cheerfine sure, in the fall or whatever. Yeah, but yeah they, man, I'll tell you, they raised, uh, I think it was over 10 grand this year yeah. for the Cheerfine. I think it was like seven, almost 17, I think, they raised, and they raised <sighs> almost like 21 for Turning Point or something crazy. Yeah, yeah. it's insane. So it is like a community-wide effort. I mean, everybody, I think you're right, I think everybody somehow is aware of and affiliated with and has in some way um, been a part of some sort of cheer fund collection or, yep. or benefit for the cheer fund. No. But there's always more that can be done. Which is yeah. No, there's yeah. always more. There's a need, yeah. And, uh, you know, with this building, the building this year, um, we're going to have a lot of we're gonna have a lot of financial obligations that we've never had. We're gonna have bills. Overhead. Yeah, we're gonna have to come up with, um, you know, a good plan of sustainability. For the so future. that's coming out of a different fund. That's not going to be like a taxpayer deal paying for this extra. No, no, no. This is no taxpayer. This is straight up cheer fund. Yeah, so the generosity of the community um, 
has uh, has allowed us to do this. And, sure. And so How we hope our services are actually going to maybe improve. We can add some additional services other than the Christmas Just program. Just Christmas, yeah. Yeah. That's but, awesome. Uh, we're supporting Firemen are fucking awesome, aren't they? Yeah. yeah. We're all right. That's we're all right. awesome. You, you kind of let me in. call workers doing you, our job. You let me in a question to call it. Um, now, I remember you, you started off, you went to school to be a paramedic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then you went to the fire department. Yeah. And then you moved up to PR. Mm-hmm. Uh, when you went to PR, you it, we had a different mayor in office. Mm-hmm. Uh, was there any changeover? I mean, like with the social services or social things like the police, the fire department stuff, was was everything kosher when it switched? I mean... Yeah, yeah. In my role, it was. So I, I, I started as the PIO. I was appointed by uh, the current chief that we had. And I started in uh, 2014 as the public information officer. And uh, the chief that we had in uh, at the time, uh, he was appointed by the mayor that we had at the time. And, um, and so I, I basically worked... I was appointed by him. And, um, and so I worked under his term. And then uh, current mayor, uh, Mayor Lennon, was, uh, uh, came in in 2016. And so at that time, we got a new chief. So the chief at that time had the option to choose his administration, who he wanted in his key roles. And, and the public information officer position is, a, uh, is an administrative role. So he uh, had the ability to name the, the public information officer that he wanted. And um, he, um, he chose to, to keep me in there. And so I, I assume he was happy with what I was doing. And uh, so, yeah, I've really enjoyed it. So I'm in, I think, my seventh year now. Of, Still the happiest guy in the hey, room. So, hey, yeah. why not? I mean, that, you know, why, not, why not keep the happiest guy going? Oh, you know I got mean? a cool job. You know, I, I get to deal Genius. with the community. Uh, I get to, you know, do some education in the schools. I get to report our activities in the community. Write up our press releases when we have a big fire. Or does that make you more nine to five? Does that make you more nine to five, or do you still work that part? Yeah. Yeah. So uh, in, in general terms, yeah. So nine to five, but then I have to uh, respond out on you know the major. So you still calls. go on calls? Sure. Was, oh, yeah. was, well, was, you was you on the United Way? Uh, yeah, what, yeah. Was that Christmas Eve? It was. Mm-hmm. 2000 and, uh, 2009. So we had the big flood in 2008, which yeah. was actually my one-year anniversary of being on the fire department. And so I was like, wow, this is a crazy job. You know, one yeah. year in, it's crazy. 500-year <laughs> flood, all yeah, right. of us is flooding. I felt like you still geared up because I'll be walking sometimes, and I, a truck will be, like, driving by, yeah. sirens, yeah. horns. And Mike's still just waving out the window, like, <laughs> hanging well, up the back of the ladder, like staring at him. Yeah, but all firefighters, like, they're always like face oh, yeah. up against the window, waving at everybody. PR. That's your PR teaching, right? That's right. Wave the window hey, at him. You know, yeah, hey. Our number one, uh, our number one job is to serve the community, and that's you know, no matter if you're a brand new firefighter coming in or if you're uh, you know a 30 year veteran. You know, we work for the community. We're here for them. You know, we serve them, and that's that's really the only reason we're here. When, Fireman, when they I, I know my kids love it when they have the the displays out with obviously all the the ladders and the the one that it's like the fairground ride, right? With the yeah, with the, like two or three, and they weave it around. Oh woo, yeah, woo. Tilly. But yeah. but also the educational vehicle mm-hmm. that you guys have, yeah. where where you know it's like a simulation. Hey, this is what happens. And again, you know, kids at any age should know that kind of thing. So. I know my kids got a kick out of it the last time they. I think it was a fall festival kind of mm-hmm. thing. Yeah, those are fun. Those are fun events. You know, it's it, you know for all of us, it's more fun to interact with the community on a positive note like that versus 3 a.m. Yeah. when you've had a you know terrible incident. Yeah, yeah. yeah like the one down the street out. here a couple yeah. weeks ago. I drove by that. Was it? 
I knew I knew of it. Like mm-hmm. I knew people were talking about the huge fire over here or whatever. Mm-hmm. No mm-hmm. idea where it was at, no idea what was going on. Mm-hmm. I must have It happened in the middle of the night. i well but I've driven I've know I've driven by that house a million oh. times. And I thought and I just to see it now. I mean, it's down to foundations. I didn't know where it was at. Yeah. I, didn't, I didn't know which house it was or whatever. But I cruised by just like mm-hmm. within the last two three days, and it's and it's gone. I'm like, what happened to that house? I'm like, oh, yeah, that was that house. Big fire. Big yeah. fire. Was, was it, was the house is getting worked on. Were they doing some work in there? It was. They didn't have it was wires crossed. Yeah, it was under uh, it was under construction, and our investigators investigated the fire. You know, and they and you know. With the amount of fire they had, it—I mean—it burned the home down. almost completely down. down. Yeah. And so it's difficult to make a determination of the cause when you've got that kind of damage. So unfortunately, yeah, um, so. you know, their their cause was undetermined cause, which is actually, you know, a, a classification if you can't really pinpoint what caused it. But yeah, it was a big fire, man. And you know, it's crazy though. You think about like fires, and you think about the people that have to come in and identify what caused that i mean like you think of, like, there's nothing left how, how can you even begin to make a guess yeah. or even like i remember like what'd you say burnt down in 2009 i'm thinking even like back in like 2000 and like that was the united nothing, way yeah not way yeah the united way it started that like, if something burns all the way down like how do you find out like what incinerators were used mm-hmm. or whatever it's gone i mean firemen are amazing yeah. firemen are amazing <laughs> You guys do a great job. It's yeah, we, crazy. It's fun. It's fun to it's fun to be a part of uh, that for you know that fraternal organization. Sure. Bunch of crazy guys running sure. out in the middle of the night. What? But, uh, you know what else we've done a good job with, gentlemen? Yeah. <laughs> I know. The I know. first birth bottle of bourbon. Yeah. <laughs> there's some. There's still some Jim Beam. Oh no, no, I know, I know. I'm, I'm just commenting. Uh, salute. Salute. To, uh, well, the, welcome, Burroughs Applesauce. <laughs> Learn the herb. The young guy in the room's like, oh my god, we drank that bottle of bourbon. Woo! Man, this is going well. Hi. Sorry, I didn't want to hijack the conversation. Uh, no, it's okay. We're just talking about how fucking awesome firemen are. Yeah. And, and I know several. I've met, like, I, and it's crazy. You don't think about it, and you're like, oh, yeah. I do know several guys. He means by meeting him, he has the calendar. <laughs> oh, yeah. Dude. Yeah. Hey, you know, you know my favorite March. Yeah. March. <laughs> sweet Just, ass. Justin Sim swings his sweet ass. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Bob, what's Bob's last name? Bob. Jordan? Is there Bob Jordan? Oh, yeah, Bob. Bob, Bob Joe. Bob Joe. Mm-hmm. So, so, he can handle the hose, you know what I mean? Yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> he can handle the hose. How many firemen in the innuendos can we get? Yeah, oh, I'm, it's all day. Yeah. I, I can only imagine you guys. <laughs> That's Matt, right. Matt, Matt Noblet can handle his uh, pickleball racket, if you know <laughs> what I mean. That's right, yeah. <laughs> I know right. several firemen. They're fucking sweet. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I mean, you can do... Any, 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 any oh, there's tons. Window. There's yes, tons, yeah. I'm sure, I'm sure you do it all day. What leave, else did you do? Leave, leave them hot and wet. Yeah. 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 Genius. What else, what else did you do all day? <laughs> I mean, I'm in, I'm in transportation, so I talk about trailers that are coming across that need to go right away. They're hot. Find someone to take this hot load all day. I'm looking for someone to take this hot <laughs> load right. all day long. Right. I mean... It's any profession, really. No, so I'm gonna I'm gonna get off off topic here a little bit. But firehouse, I, I <laughs> know. Applesauce. I know. <laughs> this is the closest topic we've had. <laughs> Twenty six episodes. <laughs> we're, we're Topical. Yeah. Our way. <laughs> so I I know some firefighters up in in the Indianapolis area, and one of their big things in the firehouse is cooking. Oh yeah. I know we've touched on it here lightly with egg fest and that kind of thing. I like cooking. So yeah. Derek is a cook. It, it, Explain yeah, some of the, you know, how what 
what that is with the camaraderie and how that kind of builds bonds in the firehouse with with food. I, I don't mean to put you on the spot. No, anymore. not at all. I mean, you, you know, there is something to it because uh, you know when you break bread with somebody, you know, you're really you're getting close to them. And and when we we work uh, 24 hour shifts together, so we're you know when we get there in the morning, we gotta we gotta clean the station, get the equipment ready, cut the grass, cut the grass. I mean, everything. we do it all. But uh, but then you know we sit down and we have a meal together and we cut loose. We we cut. You know, we just cut up a little bit. And, um, you know, we see some bad stuff. You know, we see some death and, and some horrible things that really nobody should ever see. Uh, but when we come together and sit down at the meal table and we can diffuse and we can talk about it. Uh, or we can uh, sometimes our, our our way to deal with it is joke about stuff. And, it's got to uh, be huge. Yeah. yeah it's, just just it's having good. those guys with you to talk about it. Like, yeah. I mean, those yeah. guys that's got your back. Yeah. You know, they're, they're with they, you. They, they just saw the same shit you saw. They, they just, they just yeah. saw that terrible shit you just saw. Yeah. How we, let's, let's talk about this shit. Let's kind of you know, level out a little bit. Yeah. This yeah. might sound like a silly question, mm-hmm. but as far as doctors go and whatnot, when you're a firefighter, do you need to be bonded and, uh, like, licensed, insured? I mean, is there... Is there a certain legal responsibility when you're on the scene? Look, well, like yeah. a first responder kind of thing, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, like people can get in trouble. Like if if, if you're not on duty yeah. and you're the first responder, yeah. do you do you react the same way as if you're in on duty and show up? So Indiana's kind of a cool state where it has the Good Samaritan law, which basically says anybody that renders care to somebody, like during a like let's just say a traffic accident, mm-hmm. somebody gets a crash. Heimlich, another great example. You know, if you if you um, if you show up and you provide care to them, you can't be legally bound by any negligence or anything sure. like that. So so you showed up and you tried to do your best, That's and so it's a good Samaritan law covers you. Uh, for us, we're covered under our local medical director. So like we operate under his license. So here in Columbus, you know, Columbus Regional Health uh, Emergency Room Doctor is our medical director. And he's the guy that we work under. So he checks off on us every year, makes sure we have all the training we have. And if we screw up, we got to go before the man and say, here's what I did. You know, this is why I this, did what I did. This is why I did what I did. And, um, all the checks and balances. Yeah, yeah. So, so it's, it's cool. It's cool. You know, we, we have a lot of training. As, as you guys can imagine, we train all the time. Um, but we got to be ready. I mean, we got to be ready to seconds notice because if somebody's having an emergency, we got to go out. Is and, there a level of like um, – New shit coming out that you got to learn every year. All the time. All the time. Yeah. Like, the, like, the, like, like, the, the, the word you're epidemic. looking for is continuing education. There Continu- it is. is exactly what I wanted to say. Yeah. Continue because edu- yeah. you know, like nurses and doctors have that shit. I got to do with my job. Yeah, a lot of jobs yeah. have that. With, yeah. with, with the opioid I could use some of that. epidemic, is there a narcon or what is that called? Narcan. Narcan. Yeah. 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 So that was that was trained in that. That was huge. And now you know a lot of law enforcement agencies carry it mm-hmm. and before that was actually an ems skill only emts only paramedic emts which have the highest level of pre-hospital care they were the only ones that were allowed to do that but now a basic emt can do it a law enforcement officer can do it so they can administer narcan which will counteract like an opiate sure because some asshole just od'd in this mm-hmm. current fucking circle k and mm-hmm. the cops the first mm-hmm. one to show the 12th up time. And, and, if you, and if you're kind of waiting yeah. you don't have time to wait no, yeah. officer, yeah. officer, go ahead and yeah. give him the bang on Narcan. Bang him, bang him with the Narcan. You know, time out. I know. I don't know if you guys see this. Did you guys see the the amazing story of the girl? And I don't know her name. Yeah. Do you know her name? Oh, I don't, but I I totally know the story. It's amazing. Found in her car with her child in the back seat mm-hmm. at Circle K. Mm-hmm. 
got Narcan. Yeah. Like, Here? In piece Columbus. of shit. Piece of shit, yeah. you would think. This is like four or five years ago, yeah, right? Thumbing County. Four, four or five years ago, probably, maybe-ish? Yes. Yeah. Three years ago. Turned her whole life around in the situation. I mean, and that's just what you don't ever hear. You never see the other side of... Every, every time you think Narcan, that person probably is still going to continue to go downhill. Yeah. Oh, that person and her child are, are, are fuck. Yeah. This lady, from that moment on, completely turned her life around. It's like, I know the photographer who took pictures of them then, took pictures of them now. Like, I think it got picked up by like Channel 13 or like Indianapolis News. As far as that goes, but it, I mean, it's, it's a great story. I think the New York Times picked it up too. Did it really? Oh, I think it's. I mean, uh, it's, a, it's a it's a big deal. Like, it is beca- big because deal. people don't turn their shit around, yeah. and it, it's kind of sad at the same time because people don't turn their shit around. But yeah. like, this is like the story of mm-hmm. someone who who made it better. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's awesome. It is good. That's it's awesome. Good. We need more good stories. I don't know like if it's someone in PR like you were were in touch with something like that or not. No, no, I wasn't part of that. I, th- I think it happened in the county, I, but it's such a great story, and, and I think that, you know, we need, like right now, we need great good stories story, like Better that. stories. Particularly with the opioid issue, you know, it's uh, it's a bad deal. It's just horrible for... We horrible don't, we community. don't, we don't talk a lot about, like, intense subjects. We're pretty, pretty, we, we tend to punch down on the podcast yeah. more than that, but like, I mean, that's, the, the problem with our, with with Bartholomew County is everybody was getting all the fucking opioids they wanted from the doctors. Mm-hmm. They got they got all the um, not, not just Bartholomew County. No, no, no. True. <laughs> you're that. right. You're right. Yeah. But if, but if you look at the FDA and the FBI, Bartholomew County was giving out a whole lot more really? per capita than anybody else. Yeah, it's and pretty heavy. Pretty heavy. And they take all that shit away. They're like, oh, you you can't give out oxycodone to anybody anymore. You were wrong. It is addictive. They're all fucked up. Take it away. Well, what are you going to replace that with? Another opioid. And, and it's just so sad. Mm-hmm. It's just so bad. I mean, I can only imagine what Mike sees firsthand right. every yeah. fucking day. Yeah. Every day. Yeah. Yeah. Those, the, the worst cases are those that you've seen them, like, multiple times. And they keep doing it. And you just, you know, they're... they're uh, they're kids. Re- I got to imagine the worst cases are the ones who are all fucked up. And their kids are, like... Right, right there, there. Yeah, and their yeah. kids are affected mm-hmm. by them right there. Like, yeah. oh, I'll be back and drop off some toys. <laughs> well, I'm gonna come back with some toys for this guy because you're a piece of shit. There's no doubt about it. I mean, that's gotta be the toughest part of it. how you. Like, I'm gonna save your life, yeah. but at the same time, like, I'm gonna choke you the fuck out as soon as you walk out this building. I mean, yeah. like, that's you're a way better man than I am because oh, you're dying. You can die, and I'm just gonna take your kid and hopefully find someone better for it because you're, right. sh- you're a piece of shit. It's a, it's I, got, I, got, I, got, I, got, I got toys for you. And while we're on the subject of uh, heartwarming stories... <laughs> <laughs> Burroughs fucking applesauce. Burroughs applesauce, man. Touching hearts. Touching hearts. the Baby Yoda from the new Disney Plus series? You spoiling ass motherfucker, man. Hey, none of... Have you seen it? No, I don't. Have you seen it? I don't have any idea what it is. Man, you got Star Wars guys? It's only a matter of time because my kids are But are you Star Wars guys? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. That that so Mandalorian. I, that I mean, Mandalorian looks was, fantastic. Star Wars are you, are you, are you in a Star Wars? Yeah, 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 right. I love all these movies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Boy, I'm ready baby, for it. What's this Baby Yoda thing, though? Dude, there's a new movie. So no, Disney Plus came okay. out this week. Stri- uh, Monday or Tuesday? Monday or Tuesday, streaming live. Well, their big deal is they've got Marvel. They've got well, every every Disney movie they ever. They bought Lucas Films. They bought Lucas Films. Mm-hmm. They got National Geographic. They've got they've got they've got Simpsons. Oh. They've got a ton of shit. Well, well they've they all, got a, they, they've got a brand new show on the back end. They also own ESPN and ABC. Too. If you if you want to loop it, you can get Hulu and ESPN all in a big package for like uh, next amount of dollars. Yeah. Nonetheless, 
This new Mandalorian Star Wars shit looks great. It's amazing. Looks I've only great. seen one episode. It's it's a it's very TV. It comes off way more TV than movie. Uh, if you know what I mean. And they don't release it like Netflix did. Like here's it's one. It's one. It's one. It was yeah yeah. Originally originally originally, like originally it was going to be originally it was going to be here's three episodes and then it's one every every week. I like to binge. They watch didn't. Myself. They came they came out with the one. Suck you in. But yet yeah like it is is better than like the Star Wars that have been done. The nurse, the poor nurse. Because I texted her today. <laughs> Did you just call her the whore nurse? The no, whore. I said the poor nurse. Oh, the poor nurse. She could have swore that was a I poor text her nurse. She's like, you know what I want for Christmas? A baby fucking Yoda. <laughs> <laughs> he's always spoiling it. He's just going to continue spoiling. Oh shit! I do want to applaud you, Derek, on the pivot there from you know getting going very serious <laughs> to lighthearted. And that's one of the things. Again, I'm an outside voice in this whole Burroughs applesauce thing. Like I, again, I listen on a weekly basis. I, I do text Mike, you know, randomly when when there hasn't when there's been like a two week. Where's it at? Hey, where is the Where's it at? Yeah. Um, but I, lo- that's the thing I love about your podcast is one, you don't think, take anything too seriously. That's great. Right. Two, you can, you are topical on all fronts. We'll talk about whatever you want to talk Absolutely. about. Absolutely. <laughs> we don't want to be serious because if we say something offensive, we don't want people to think that we really, we're not attacking them. So I'm going to get there in a yeah. second. I'm going to get there in a second. But I, I think one of the first things Mike ever asked me about was like feedback. Hey, what do you... What, what's good, what's bad. I was like, I liken your podcast to Seinfeld, which I will go to my grave saying is the best sitcom ever written because it was exactly about nothing. No feelings, no politics, no... But they sprinkled a little here, they sprinkled a little there, yeah. and it and it makes sense. Yeah. That's why I love what you guys have done here. Again, it's topical to a point. I like it because it's you know local, mm-hmm. you know tying tying Mike in and, and the people that you know we we've heard from. It's weird because they're like angles of this podcast that are kind of weird that you know you mentioned guests last week that you eventually want to have and his wife has taken my family's pictures and like really really weird kind of right? triangles of of you know how how kind of small Columbus is mm-hmm. and again how giving a community is it's a it's a it's one of those kind of things but what I wanted to ask you about your demographic because we we kind of touched on it what do you know about the listeners like what what who is whose ears are we penetrating right now? no idea in the beginning no idea <laughs> in the beginning it was just soundcloud and so, we, we tracked it a little closer um Matt Jackson actually sent some of our episodes. We were seeing people listen to us as far as Ireland. The, the photographer's mm-hmm. husband, Matt, who we want to have a guest, mm-hmm. is friends with some UK guys. And he's like, you guys need to listen to this. So we've gotten as far as like the UK. I mean, we don't average that many listeners. We average like 150, maybe an episode. But that's you know? amazing. Like, if but you we, honestly don't know, it's probably bigger than you think. But if you don't listen, but if, but if you listen to me talk, I'd be like, I don't fucking care who listens. <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't. Which is again one of the the. the I would say it is. If we have hundred and fifty listeners, hundred and twenty listening, just to make sure we don't bring up their fucking name. Yeah. <laughs> so, 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 so to your point of of, of Seinfeld and in our, our podcast, when he came to me, we were both listening to a lot of podcasts, and I'm like, yes, let's get together, let's just talk, because it was more so. I don't see you. I used to work with him. I don't see him enough. Let's just find time to make for each other to fucking hang out. I think you're funny. You think I'm funny. 
we're on the same page on a lot of shit. Let's just start drinking. Because we would get together at, like, at the CB or at Ziggy's or at Forest Street and get drunk. And we would ramble on for hours and fucking laugh. And I'm and like, you, and you're like, I wish someone was recording. Let's this just right hang now. a microphone. Really need to remember this let's, conversation. Yeah, we don't remember what we said. One and two, yeah. like if we just get microphones and record it, we'll remember this. So like, yeah, there's a voice notes app on your phone that's good for that. Yeah, yeah right. But that, at, that, at, that, at that point, I'm like, that's really? called wearing a wire. You snitch. I'm, I'm, I'm like, where's my phone? Snitch. Whatever. Right? None of that. But and you know what? So so we're at Rancho de Gerald, and it's, it's great you bring that up. There's a garage on the other side of that wall, literally four feet from that. Me right we now. spent yeah. many, so many nights around I, a table. I thought I could get into the house via that door. He just the, talked about that garage. The t- just tonight, the, the table in that garage, like if that table could talk, if we yeah. had a microphone hanging podcast mm-hmm. in, like the stories we would have had, and the yeah. last, you're talking like a Bruce Buffer. Yeah, microphone. like yeah. anything. Just, just, ready just, to yeah, yeah, like just pass it around because everybody right here in the corner. Two hundred thirty-five yeah. pounds. The object of the the <laughs> object of the podcast when started was it needs to be about nothing. It needs to be about whatever we think is fucking funny or happening at the time. And well, Burroughs also said it can't be about politics. Yeah. Yeah. Don't make it about my tattoos and politics. Is what he said. <laughs> I, I remember that. I remember yeah, that. But, but I'm in on that too. I'm not trying to talk about politics either. Like I give a shit about you know. That's kind of difficult. Because it does seep into it, things. It does. But, I, but I, want, I want this show to be about nothing. I want it to be like if we were sitting around a ping pong table drinking old fashions without microphones in front of us. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, like yeah. Just, no. just, bull, just bullshitting about what we think is fucking happening or what's going on. And, I, and I can't speak for, for Mike, but I get that, you know. Yeah. I get that right now. Like that's what it's, this has been. If it, I had, it really is. I was just thinking, I was like, oh, there is a microphone. There is a microphone here. That. You know, and sometimes you guys got to remember to lean into it and talk. And that was yeah. the hardest part when I first started doing this. You're, you're doing a really good job at it, Mike. But, but Derek, on the other hand, fuck off. He did it. But that was the hardest. I guess you brought in the sound guy, yeah, right? Mike, that gets all the compliments. <laughs> I, 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 I caught shit in the beginning because everybody was like, Mike, you're too far away. Well, it's me, like, in my basement, drinking, making drinks. You drinking, jump up and just walk around. around just watermelon me. soda water. Just, 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 but, just, but. They still haven't sponsored us, Dude, by the way. I'm just waiting for that check to come in, because that shit was delicious. <laughs> we repeated them a lot. Yeah. Skinny girl summer, it's over. Yeah. Skinny girl summer's over, it's fat guy fall, and we're drinking old fashioned. Oh, yeah. It's fucking awesome. I can relate to that. Yeah. Cheers. Cheers. Cheers, gentlemen. God, you definitely brought it, Ryan. These, these, yeah. these, these cocktails are, are These cocktails are hitting proper. the spot. That's right. good. This is a great time of year, too, because I love, like, the... I don't know what it is about, like, the holiday season, the end of the year wrap-up. It makes up. you want to drink? Well, yeah. <laughs> kinda, but, but it's just kind of, like, nice. It's like the cool-down period of the year. It's been a rough year uh, for some people, and I think the, um, the end of the year is kind of, like, just diffusing and getting ready for the holidays because you're going to see family sometimes that's not the best thing <laughs> but do you guys do you I guys love this time here. podcasts i'm sure you do other the podcasts industry you're mm-hmm. in mm-hmm. mike do you, a, a buddy of mine just turned a buddy of mine just turned me on to him and um he was talking about um it was a podcast that was about uh the afl the american football league yeah and yeah. he was like yeah this is cool and he was listening to it tell me all the ins and outs of it but then he was talking about like the the history of Leo Fender and Fender guitars and and all this other cool stuff. And I'm like, I never realized there's probably about any topic you want to listen to. And he's like, you know, I get on the treadmill and I walk for 30 minutes and I just listen to podcasts. I'm like, Whatever you want to find. I'm like, wow, that's it, cool. It, it is like legitimately like walking into a library 
yeah. on your iTunes. And yeah. w- what subject do you want to know about? But back right. to our po- but back to our topic, that hurts us more than anything because we don't fill a genre. If someone's like, oh, I want to go listen to the news, I want to go listen to a criminal series, or I want to go yeah, listen to sports, sure. Right. Sure. we don't do that. Right. We're bullshitting about yeah, nothing. We, we listen to ourselves as comedy, and we, yeah, we have to, every now and then we realize we're not that funny. You have to pick a, like, a mean, genre? When yeah, you, like, a little, when you a little bit, like yeah. when you sign on through iTunes and stuff, uh, they ask you, like, what do you bring into the table, yeah. and... We were a little offensive. Com- was not a yeah. yeah. It was not a, <laughs> wasn't a category. You could play, colorful huh? language. Yeah. Well, colorful it, language. It, it, it is on there too. As long as you're not colorful, like in the title. As long as you're not like ass raping teens mm-hmm. in the title of the podcast. Yeah. Yeah. You can talk about ass raping teens. It's kind of crazy how they do that. That is odd. <laughs> it is. On a lot of levels. It, it is odd. But <laughs> we just call it a Wednesday, but <laughs> yeah. Thursday, whatever. I'm in. Yeah. Yeah. But no, like I think that hurts us more than anything is not having something. That if someone just types in bullshitting dudes drinking, yeah. we'd pop up. But no one types that in. You know what I mean? I think we're funny. I know we're funny. Yeah. I, I, I know, I know I, we're I funny. I think we are more comedy than anything else. I mean, I think we crack jokes and I think we try not to be too serious. We try to be lighthearted. But, like, I don't think any part of, like, talking to Mike about his music or talking to Brian about his his, his sound, his, his college and mm-hmm. talking about the cheer fund. I mean, that's serious shit. I mean, that's cool stuff to talk about yeah. in our community. Like, I don't want that to be glossed over with these guys just talking about eating fucking buttholes all day. Because, yeah. I mean, I talk about eating butthole all the time. Like, like the first six podcasts, seven podcasts we did, like, the answer to every question Derek asked me was like, I think he should probably just eat your butthole and mm-hmm. the relationship will work out just fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you can't put, you know, dating, dating advice on the, yeah. on the thing. We do. We try. <laughs> Trust me. When we had the mailbag, like, it was all about dating advice. And, like, if you have questions, but that's where we fell into. Like, the mailbag we opened up was, like, every serious question someone emailed us, my answer was, like, have you tried eating her ass yet? Because that might fix your relationship. <laughs> yeah, do, you, do, you guys do need another mailbag episode. Though. Our, we do. Our most and, popular and, and, topic and, and, is about wiping asses. No, no, no. I won't, I, won't, I won't go as far as to say it's just wiping ass. Either it's about eating ass or wiping ass. Yeah. Yes. Pick, pick yeah. your poison. Ass. I'm, I'm team, uh, team baby wipe, though. Sit, okay, yeah. so baby wipe. Do you what stand about up stand up? Or stand sit up, down. sit down. You stand up to wipe sit your ass? Sit down. Sit down. You, you would not believe how many people reached out to us. I'm like, yeah, you should stand up to wipe your ass. I'm like, that's impossible. Mm. <laughs> yeah, right? yeah, that's yeah, weird. Stand up, I, sit yeah, down. Sit down, guy. Yeah, too. I, I mean, I'm thinking uh, operationally speaking, you know, putting it down on the paper to tell someone how to do it correctly. <laughs> stand up. You're going to have some problems. You're gonna have... How do you get it? Yeah. 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 yeah you're going to get well, it. Things are going to yeah. start folding. El, 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 the owner uh-huh. of El Rancho, Gerald. Is a standard. He's a standard. He's a standard. Yeah. Well, no, he's no longer a standard. Huh. But he's come to the heirs of his way. If, if you talk to him, how it started off is when we taught him how to wipe his ass, we were like, stand up and do it. And we never taught him different. And he mm. was like, wow. Why do you teach, a, so kid, you why do you teach a kid to stand up and wipe his ass? Because we were tired of wiping See, his, his ass. His, so we were like, his ass wiping back on the podcast. That's wild. Yeah, well, it was his mother's yeah. decision. It made its way back. And again, and we're on about what, like the fifteenth topic tonight, right? That's how we run, though. I mean, that's, I what, that's what we do. And, and again, fun, criticism. You know, I, I I want this to be constructive because I'm the I, I I think I'm the first I don't know person to at least offer this live. Let's call it that. I love your ad hoc 
versions of the podcast much better than your outline scripted ones. And I've given you that feedback via via text message. I, I, we've known that before. But see, like in the beginning, everybody was like, you guys are all over the place. And I'm like, yeah. And then like we'll be, we'd be done doing it. Like, oh, I wanted to talk about that. And we forgot that. Mm-hmm. So we had this little dry erase white whiteboard. Mm-hmm. And we tried to write stuff down. Like we wanted to talk about. Mike, it's, ca- not, it's not on that wall. <laughs> I, I did look, look over there. I was like, I'm looking for the dry erase. I'm like, what kind of planning do yeah, we have? We can only do? move so many <laughs> But it was. Like, like truck. Like, it's this much. So, so us, us, being, us being new to this, we didn't know what we were doing. So like, oh, we're all over the place. Let's, let's fix it this way. And we tried to construct, like, let's talk about this and then this and go through here. Man, we'd do that, and we'd burn through it in, like, 12 minutes. And be like, uh, what are we going to do now? We, kind of stuff. We, we and, we, and, we, and then we just would start bullshitting again. And, yeah. like, that's, that's what we're about. We, we, scratch, we scratch that board. If people can't fucking follow us and we don't fucking care, we still don't care. We you listen, don't listen. You follow, don't follow. We, we don't care. I'm just in it to hang out with my friends. Drink a little bit. Yeah. Talk about some real stuff. Talk about some real shit. You want to listen? You want to discuss this earlier? It's like last podcast when we had actually four people on the mics. I was jumping into people's conversations. It's so, it's so because hard. I was used it's to the two hard. of us, and we were just trying to fill time. When we can fire back, fire back and forth is like kind of like filling it up, like just firing back and forth. But like you got to let everybody get it in. But like I know, like Mike's talking about some. Derek's dying to jump in, and I'm dying to jump in. It's like, ah, let it wait. Let it, mm-hmm. yeah. let it wait. Give him a quick hit, you know, like, give him the finger, like, hold on, fucker, it's my turn to talk. I'm coming in here. That's very, very important uh, to realize because, yeah, we feel like we're kind of on the outside. But the, the two extra microphones are, I think, will open things up for you guys. Seriously, like, a lot. I like, not, I not, like having you over there as I'm jumping on you when I said <laughs> I'm not going to do that anymore. <laughs> I like having you over there. If you want to be a part of this, it's... Fucking great. Make a sweet cocktail. (laughs) (laughs) Sweet cocktail, but also like pointing and directing us where we're going. You're producing. How we're doing it. Producing drinks, producing the show. (laughs) I'm giving you a big shout out. You're you're really A. We were talking about doing a. Dax Shepard does a version where it's like fax check and stuff at the end. Like, we'll listen to the playback and then you can chime in and be like, this is where you guys got lost. This is what you guys had when going on. When you touch on. the mic stand, yeah, like everybody yeah. hears it. Yeah. No. You know, when I do these hand motions, I don't remember there's a microphone yeah. in front of me. But you did also didn't realize earlier, and I, I helped. And no one, no one listening realized, but no. we, we did some microphone adjustments here just now. We're bringing, yeah, I saw that. That was like pretty yeah. sly. It's, but it's really fucked up for me to not have headphones on to listen. You know like, what I mean? It, 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 it just seems so different not having headphones on. How many cocktails you fixed and nobody caught on to that transition? <laughs> Slow. Oh, they're going to hear it. They're Slide, down. motherfucker. Oh, they're going to hear it. Ice clank and, you know, but, but, they're going to hear it on the playback. Rye whiskey. A, a staple of, like, I was told tonight, quit popping cork bottles out of bourbon bottles because it sounds like you're thumbing someone's butt hole when it pops out of there. <laughs> oh, and we're I'm like, like yeah, then you go to I thought it wasn't me. Yeah. I didn't do that. You it didn't mean? sound like you're yeah. popping <laughs> assholes till we said, pull that blanket. Closer yeah. to you. Pull that blanket closer. Hand me that remote. <laughs> <laughs> this bed is uncomfortable. How awesome was it? How awesome was our intro tonight, though? I mean, I just yeah, got, I just got to jump back to that. It like, was great. One take. One. Hey, Mike. 
play the fucking song, and he's like, okay. <laughs> nailed it. You just fucking nailed it. It was so great. I don't want to heat pressure on Mike, but we could always, you know, give him the, uh, hey, Mike, lead us out with something. Yeah. Uh, you got know. something else in the I, repertoire? I, I, I don't know. Well, you'll probably do something. I don't You've know. been working on some Sturgill, haven't you? What about like a, uh, you know, oh, yeah. I, I love Sturgill Simpson. Actually, I was watching a uh, YouTube video of him earlier, and he was, uh, he was down at the uh, CMA Awards. And I think it was like 19... Or it was 2018. Yeah, when he was over Nashville and he opened up his case. He did, yeah. And he was out there... Uh, he donated that money to charity, right? Yeah, I think he did. He should have put it to the Fireman's Cheer Fund. But he, he could have, <laughs> if he would have known, right? Oh, we need to up our marketing, I know that. Well, but, now that you came in here and promoted that... Yeah. Actually, you... Before you play us out, mm-hmm. you got some live shows going on. With oh, I don't want to hear about that. Let everybody yeah. know about that shit. Well, yeah, well so done, Derek. I love, yeah, well uh, done. I love playing music, and I'm fortunate. I got, I got a couple different couple different bands I play with. I play with uh, Redline, Redline Revival, <laughs> and I uh, play with uh, Ferguson Road, and then I uh, play with a group called Poor Man's Version. And um, so we've got a few gigs between the three bands kind of coming up through the end of the year. We've got a, uh, Eagles uh, on the uh, 27th of November, which is the day before Thanksgiving, a big bar night. You know? Oh, yeah. Yeah. bar night. That's oh, yeah. yeah. a huge rock. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So You're going to see some titties, my friend. <laughs> maybe Derek's. Maybe Derek's. Whatever. It might be Derek's. Maybe if Kendall gets an implant done by then, you'll see his. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So uh, Ferguson Road will be playing down there at the Eagles on that night. And then um, uh, Redline Revival is going to be playing at 4th Street uh, Bar and Grill downtown Columbus Good on place. the 13th. I do like I do like Four Street. Mm-hmm. I actually love. Do you like I really the shotgun like, setup. Is that is that, acoustic, is that acoustically like you know viable sometimes for you guys? it's difficult because it's uh, just due to the uh, the, the room uh, the sound can die like up there mm-hmm. by the uh, the mm-hmm. bathroom area oh, yeah. and it just dies. It just it, dies. It's out. a cave. Up there. It is. Yeah, 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 it is. And yeah. I don't know as, as you know about um, the um, the. Engineering audio property. Yeah, yes. I don't know how all that works. <laughs> Dickhead. Uh, degree Dickhead. Motherfuckers. It's just how sound <laughs> waves bounce. It's just they, how they bounce. Yeah. Thank you, Butler. <laughs> well, holla, holla if, at your bulldog. If you're up at that front door, though, I mean, it's just you're you're screaming to the kitchen. It is. True. And it that's really a cave. Is. You're screaming into a cave. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and I, I, it's really cool the different places, the different sounds you get. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll tell you what, uh, Jason Trish was one of our guitars uh, for um, for both Redline Revival and Ferguson Road. He loves, his favorite place to play is uh, Ziggy's Pub and Grill. Oh, that place is a shithole. <laughs> he loves fried it. chicken on Thursdays. He loves it. Cook is garbage. And it's fun. And it's fun. So, uh, so we're going to be there uh, with Poor Man's Version on the, uh, I believe it's the 21st of uh of December. Oh, you gotta see that. Who else is still playing in performance? Are you new to that band? I am new. Yeah, you're so new to that band, right? I'm new to that band. Is it still Turnbo? Uh, is Turnbo so, still still lead that band? So no, he's not in there any longer. Um, and then uh, you know, and that's funny about bands. That was him though, right? He, that he was. was Turnbo's band, right? Oh, yeah. He played drums on this band. So uh-huh. you are. So he's not in that band. Girl. He's not in that band, and you're new <laughs> into that band. Yeah, because I didn't like that band at all. You didn't like that band? No, no, no. When Tur- when Turbo was leading that band at Forest Street, mm-hmm. I saw them like one of the first two, three times they played together. Yeah, they were trash. Mm-hmm. They they sounded terrible. And I don't. It's like, so like, it's like when Mike used to bartend at Forest Street. Yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't see, know. See, I like see, that guy. See, so glad. He's he gone. You're in. Well, yeah. when I was I'm really interested to hear that band now. Well, and sure. I'm not sure because he was gone before I joined. So they had a they had a guy named Doug mm. playing drums. I've never saw him without Turnbow. Yeah, and he was gone well before I got there. But um, but I, I, I've been filling in on drums with him, and then uh, we have another drummer, and then a bass guitar uh, player, and, uh, and and three other 
guitar players. That's cool. I'm really looking forward to hearing that now, though. Because yeah. you said it earlier, I'm like, you're not playing with those guys. First thing through my head was, you're not playing with those guys, are you? I'm yeah. like, oh my god. Yeah. Glad it sounds like a totally different turnover, totally different lineup. So I guess Mike's going to play us out. Only if we're fucking lucky will Mike play us out. I yeah. mean, if it's, if it's anything he played us in. I shaved it. I shaved. There you go. How do you like looking at me, sir? I fucking hate looking at you, asshole. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for tuning in. Yeah. Here's Mike Wilson. Well, so yeah, best, what, best what, what podcast wanna, fucking what ever. What do we want to go out on? Hey, hey, I'm really prepared. Deal is yours. Deal is yours. Yeah. Uh, hey, thanks, Mike. Thanks, Brian. We really appreciate no, it. Thank you, guys, thank you guys. You guys are fucking top notch. Yeah, thank you guys. Hands down. This might have been the cleanest. Hands down, one one of the best podcasts we've done. Hands down. Maybe. But I'm kind of lost. I don't know what to play, really. I mean, do we want to go, uh, I don't know. Uh, You're the man. Do, um, You're the one with the goddamn guitar, Mike. Let's do, uh, <laughs> let's do uh, Sturgill Simpson. Yeah. Uh, Sturgill Simpson doesn't like to play uh, Have the Crown anymore. Yeah. And I don't know why. Actually, I do know why. He, and he said it in an uh, interview. He was like, you know, when I wrote uh, Have the Crown... He, he was still struggling, and um, at forty, yeah, because he was late. He was a late bloomer to the music industry. Yep. And so then, that explains this podcast right here. <laughs> yeah, and uh, so he said, you know, I really don't like to play because it, it doesn't really represent, you know, the the place I'm at now. But uh, it's a great song. Hey, should it's I tell a great song. We do not own the rights to this music yeah, or good. lyrics, whatever. We might as well say it. Might as well so say if you it. want to sue me, I got three pairs of underwear and two pairs of dickies. You sue Derek. Sue gets, Derek. He gets six I'll take days of use out one. of those. I like three it. pairs of underwear. <laughs> yeah. I like it. All right, he's like only worn one of them, but he's got three of them. You know what I mean? <laughs> no, I wear them all at the same time. It's a quick change. Uh, Play right, us out, Mike. We'll, we'll try this one. God, lead us, brother. I've been spending all my money on weed and pills and trying to write a song that'll pay the bills, but it ain't came yet. Guess I have to rob a bank. Woo. Could be worse, it ain't that bad. At least I ain't sitting over Baghdad in the middle of a hot damn desert, sitting in a tank. Every time my wife talks, a baby gets mentioned. I'm so broke, I can't pay attention, Lord, how it tears me up, and I have to see her cry. Been spinning all my nights on the internet, looking for a clue, but ain't found one yet. Just a bunch of Mopars, guitars, and other shit I can't buy, yeah. Oh, now, Lord, you can hear me, won't you throw a damn dog a bone? Well, if the devil shows up with better deal, the soul's soul's going down. I sing him real pretty, sing him real sad, and all the people in the crowd said he ain't half bad, yeah. Well, they call me King Turd up here on Shit Mountain, won't it you can have the crown. Sitting on my ass like a football log Watching Andy and old boss hog I guess I ought to get up and go out and find a job Fuck that Sitting on the couch trying to find my next line Just gotta be better use of my time Figuring out which one of them banks I'm gonna go rob Well the name of the game lord is hurry up and wait and I ain't putting no food on my plate or gas in my truck. And I drive a Bronco. Like, 
So Lord, if you could just give me a record deal, I might not have to worry about my next meal. Hell, but I'm still sitting here trying to remember what the fuck rhymes with Bronco. Oh, now Lord, you can hear me, won't you throw a damn dog a bone? If the devil shows up with a better deal, the soul, soul's going down. I sing him real pretty, sing him real sad, and all the people in the crowd said he ain't happy. Yeah. Well, they call me King Turd up here on Shitting Mountain. Won't it, you can have the crowd. King Tut up here on Shit Mountain. If you wanted, you can have the crown. Thank you, Brian. Hey, 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 hey. All right. Listeners, you all have a good night. Woo! Woo! That was by far the best podcast I've ever done in my life. I think Hands that's down. the cleanest episode. Hands down. The best podcast I've ever done in my life.